Time for this week's edition of the Source Weekly Update. Hot off the press and into your ear. Every week, found wherever you get audio. Time now to take a look at a couple of the highlights found this week on the Source Weekly's website, bensource.com. First up from our news desk, Are COVID Restrictions Enforceable? An Explainer for Faith and Food by Nicole Vulcan. Rulings in the U.S. Supreme Court are having an effect on how faith institutions can gather here in Oregon. Late in the afternoon on December 18th, faith leaders in the state received an email from Governor Kate Brown's Director of Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion, clarifying a legal change to the state's guidance for faith institutions. A series of recent court decisions arising in other states have appeared to modify the legal analysis that some courts may apply to certain public health restrictions that are specific to faith institutions, wrote Saforn Chang, DEI Director for Governor Kate Brown. In light of those decisions, the state has opted to modify the guidance for faith institutions so that, as a legal matter, the capacity limits for faith institutions are public health recommendations only and not enforceable. Other requirements, that is, masks and physical distancing as outlined in the guidance, remain mandatory. On December 15th, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled in favor of faith centers in Colorado and New Jersey, which opposed capacity limits during services. Despite the change in Oregon, Chang asked faith leaders to continue to comply with the recommendations regarding capacity limits, which for the faith institutions, funeral homes, mortuaries, and cemeteries business sector, stands at maximum 25% capacity or 100 people total, whichever is smaller. Enforcement for food service. Meanwhile, restaurants and bars in counties in the extreme risk level continue to be restricted to serving customers outdoors or via takeout and delivery. A number of restaurants in Central Oregon are defying those orders, electing to serve indoors and help keep their businesses afloat. Among them are Cavista Coffee and Bend, and Mazatlan in Redmond, as reported by Central Oregon Daily. In response to the source's inquiry about the enforcement mechanisms in place for food service establishments that defy COVID restrictions, Deschutes County's Environmental Health Supervisor Eric Mohn wrote the following response. It's an incredibly hard time for restaurants, coffee shops, breweries, and all food service operations, really. There are no easy answers for anybody. Almost all of the food service operations we license are doing a great job of keeping the public safe, promoting frequent hand washing, wearing face coverings, cleaning as necessary, and maintaining proper social distancing. Deschutes County Environmental Health's current direction when we receive complaints about a restaurant allowing indoor dining is to visit them and see what is happening. If they are allowing indoor dining, we let them know that while our county is in this extreme risk category based on COVID case counts, Indoor dining isn't supposed to be happening. These requirements for businesses and the risk level metrics are set forth by the governor's executive order and Oregon Health Authority guidance documents. If the indoor dining continues, we have been issuing a warning from the OHA, or Oregon Health Authority, that references potential civil penalties if the indoor dining continues. At that point, we turn the case over to Oregon OSHA, or Occupational Safety and Health, for potential citation or enforcement action, and also OLCC, the Oregon Liquor Control Commission, if alcohol is served. 
After speaking with our Deschutes County Health Services Director, I can say we are continuing to explore other options to try to gain compliance for businesses that are openly allowing indoor dining. Suspending or revoking their food service license or asking local law enforcement for help could both be options in the future. At this time, however, those actions are not being taken. And finally, Bend Police Testing Body Cams by Nicole Vulcan. Following a summer of racial unrest and ongoing calls for more police accountability, officers with the Bend Police Department began testing various body cams December 21st. Over the last six months, the Bend Police Department established a body-worn camera working group consisting of members from the Police Department, City of Bend Legal Department, and the Deschutes County District Attorney's Office, stated a press release from Bend Police December 17th. The work group narrowed the selection of the body-worn camera supplier down to a few providers, with each provider offering different services and capabilities. Over the next few months, a number of officers will wear and evaluate the various cameras to help determine the products that best fit the department's needs, with the goal of having a body cam system fully in place by summer 2021. Thanks for listening to this week's edition of the Source Weekly Podcast. For more on these and other stories, pick up a free copy of The Source Weekly or visit our website, bensource.com. Thanks for listening. I'm Sam Scholl.